Daf Nun, we're going to begin Daf Mem test by the Mishnah. For person digs part of a pit on a on private property and opens his entrance in the public domain. He digs a pit in the public domain and opens his entrance on the private domain. Or he digs a pit on a private property and opens his entrance on another person's private property. Chayiv is chayiv for damage caused by the pit in each case. A person digs a pit on a private property and opens his entrance to the public domain. Or he digs a pit in the public domain and opens his entrance on the private domain. He is chayiv. Is a bed on This is bed person who is mafka ownership of his property but did not mafka ownership of his pit located in this property. This is the case of a pit in the state of the Tera. Rabba says, the guards the person who digs or opens in the Rishusarabim. Everyone agrees that he is high for damage that occurs as a result. My time was the reason. If a man shall open a pit, and also states if a man shall dig a pit, which raises the question, if a person is high for opening a pit by removing the cover of a pit that has already been dug, then is he not all the more so obvious that he should be liable for digging a new pit? What is the last phrase teaching me? Rather, the interpretation of the passing must be and the responsibility for the pit comes to him by engaging in opening that pit and by engaging in digging the pit. Although he does not own the area itself, he is hired to creating a public hazard. They only disagree in a case of in a case where one dogs the pit on his own property and then was mafia ownership in the, of the surrounding area. Kiva holds the one who digs a pit on his own property is chayev, not only when the pit is located in the Rishus HaRabim. The Pesach says, Baal HaShed, the Pesach says, the owner of the pit shall pay. The Torah is referring to a pit that has its owner, therefore the owner of the pit pays even if it's located on private property. Shmuel Sovet and Mishmael holds that Baal Takala, that the owner of the pit means that the one responsible for the hazard is chayev, even if he dug the pit in the Shusharab and then was mafkirit, but one who digs a pit on his own property is not chayv. So what is the meaning of the pit that is stayed in the Torah in reference to digging a pit on what's property that are Bekiva states? According to him, one is chayv for damage in all cases, including digging the Shusharab. So, it means that it's a pit which the Pasek initially introduced the subject of the compensation for damage caused in that context, the Taylor states the owner of the pit shall pay, which is mashal that even a pit owned on one's private property renders one chayv. Very basic. Omar basic says that what can explain the machlekes between the Mishmon if I keep it differently. With regards to one who who dug a pit on the Rishus Rabbim and it was mafka on the private side from the pit, everybody holds it is chayv. My time was the reason. Bal Habir Amrachmona. Since the Taylor says the owner of the pit is Mashal, we're dealing with a pit that has an owner. 
he pleaded when they disagreed, but Beir Bishrabim in the case for the pit was done with Bishrabim. Shmuel says Beir Bishrabim not Michayev. Shmuel says that Beir Bishrabim is also Chayev. Except he used to have a little Yichra. If I'm serious, Chayev will create. If you're going to be Chayev for Bishrabim, it's not Chayev for digging. Ella shall this keep Bishrabim? Let's keep clear. But rather, for the pit comes by him engaging and opening the pit, by engaging digging the pit. Although he does not own the area itself. Is chayv for creating a public hazard? By contract holds the one is chayv only in the case of a pit located on or where he was mafka ownership of the property aside from the pit. And one cannot derive otherwise from any extraneous phrase. This is because these phrases are necessary. Because if the tater would only say if a man shall open a pit, I would say it's specifically when one opens the covering of the pit that has already been dug that it's sufficient for him to place a covering on it. But if he actually digs a pit, it would not be sufficient to place a covering on it, and one will not be exempt from damages unless he completely packs it. The Teda would write, If a man shall dig, I would say that it's specifically in the case of digging that his covering is required to exempt one from liability. As he performed the action of creating the pit. But opening the level of Maisa, or one is not performed in action, he would say that it does not require covering to come ashwal, and therefore Terah teaches us it's high for damage caused by a pit in both cases. I'm going to interpret the Pesach that states the owner of the pit as plain verse, plain sense, that he isn't the owner of the pit because he's located on the private property. Accordingly, one would not be liable for a pit dug in the public domain. So then what does it mean this is the pit which the Pasuk initially introduced as subject of damage caused by a pit explained by Rabbi Shmuel. Only afterwards as a state, the owner of the pit shall pay referred to a pit dug on one's own property. There's a pit whose hollow space is in the Shosarabim its entrance and the private property is even if he doesn't have permission to do so, so that one may not create a hollow space under the Yerushalayim. <laughs> For example, a prisoner digs foundations for the houses or wall, even for damage caused by pits made to lay foundation, as he builds a partition that is 10 Tvachim. Unless he distances them by four Tvachim from the area where pedestrians walk, and from the area where the animals walk. So the more says time the and the reason why for their exemption is that one digs for the purpose of foundations, which is the usual and accepted practice. Allah but if he did not dig for the purpose of foundations, although he did not do so on his own property, he is nevertheless Khaib. Since people walk their Hamani, whose opinion is this price? So Pishtam Larabo granted according to Dabo, Rabbi Shmol, Rabakiva. So the first clause where one is seemingly exempt for opening a pit onto a private property, even if he is mafkid, can be established according to the opinion of Rishmol. The safe of Akiva, and the last clause, K 
can be established according to the opinion of Akiva, who maintains that one is hired uh, for a pit dug on his own property if it's open to the Shusanabun. Now, a little bit of the base for explanation, won't be like anybody, since the base maintains that both of them, both of them, maintain that one is hired for a pit on his own property, even if he is a mouth for ownership of the area. On the Hari Vesav, Vesav says, I'll tell you, everybody will say, with agrees with the first passage, but Asia, and the first clause which exempts one who digs a pit under the Shusarab uh, and opens his own property, is where one does not renounce ownership of either his property or his pit. This certainly is not included in the in the category of bear, to regards to damages, and the owner is therefore putter. Now that you've interpreted Rebbe's explanation on the Brisa as being in accordance with all the opinions, that according to Rabba, you are not required to establish it as a afflictus being tonight. Since the first clause that according to the Peter and the Shemal, who was Zealous one who was mafka ownership of his property, not the pit, that's if Last class can also be explained in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. The time of the lotion, I was previously learned that the reason that the exe- for the exemption when digging one's own private property adjacent to the public domain is that one digs to lay foundation. Allow the lotion chayev. But if it's not to lay foundation, one will be chayev. Given the arvach arvach lushasarabim, for instance, in a case where one widened the pit unnecessarily extended into the lushasarabim, is effectively dug a pit in the lushasarabim itself. Basically, the word is an objection from a riser. A person that digs a pit on a shusarab, a shusayachid, psochel shusarabim, and opens the shusarabim, chayv is chayv. Shusayachid is smuchel shusarabim, potter. If he dug it on a private property that was adjacent to the public domain, he is potter. Bishlam the Abramid, according to the Abakulad Bishmalhi, according to the Mishnah Sasarli, according to the opinion of Rabbi Shmal, does not hold one chayv for digging one's own property. So, Rabbi would say to you, the latter clause of this price is referring to one who digs to lay foundation. Therefore, all agree with this sack. Someone dug over the well and transferred it to the Rabbim. But they use Pater from damage caused by the well. If he ever opened a well and then I transferred it to the public, Chayv is Chayv. This was the practice of the Chunya digger of pits. He would dig, open, and transform it to the public so that there would be wells of water to public use. When he heard about the mat, when the Chacham heard about this matter, they said, "Amrokim They said, "Sorry." So they said, "This individual also filled this halacha." The one says, "Only this halacha." And no more isn't it well known that the Chayim was the great man. Also, this involving the daughter of Nechunya the ditch digger. where she found a large sister and no one could take her out from there. They came and they informed Nechunya the so that he would, he would dive on her behalf, the first hour passed from the time of her fall, he said to them, Sholem, she's at peace and unharmed. Sholem, and the second hour, she, she, he said to them, 
she's at peace. She says, Olam, after the third hour, she said to them, also, she has ascended from the well. Indeed, this is the case. Amrullah, they said to her, Mi'alach, who brought you up out of the well? Olam, Zohar, Shalachilin, was down in She said to them, a male sheep, a ram, happened to come to me. And a certain old man, Avram, was leading it. And he pulled me out. They said to Nechunim and Lisa, are you a Nabi? How did you know she ascended? So when we said, No, I'm not a Nabi. I said, Shall the offspring of Nechunim stumble by means of the very matter which distressed that righteous man. Amr Rabbi Achar Racha says, Alon Nechunim ensured, in other words, ensured that others would have water. The king amazed B'nai B'tzah, even though his son died of thirst. Shemr was filled with Nisarimah, and around him it storms mightily. Alam Shagadish Baruch Hu, the dacting in Sibisil HaFidik HaKudasara, teaches us that the Ebershur is very medactive with those around him, the righteous, even to the extent of a hears of breath, so that even minor transgression elicited a severe punishment. He says, Hashem dreaded in the great council of the holy ones and feared by all those surrounded him. It's much that Hashem is most fearful and exacting with those that surround him, the righteous. Anyone who stays at the Abishter is forgiving of transgressions, his life will be relinquished. The rock is what is perfect, all his ways are justice. On the words, Hashem does not wave heavenly justice. What is the Pusik? It says, Long suffering. It's not written, as singular. It teaches us that it's a long suffering for both the righteousness after the wickedness, and does not punish them immediately for the transgressions. There was a certain pious man found him. Amar Lai, as the latter said to him, Areka, low life. Emat, Amasal, What reasons are you throwing stones from property that is not yours into your property? The man mocked him as he did not understand what he means as the property from which he was throwing stones was his. The Some days later, he was forced to sell his field which he had thrown the stones. And he stumbled all those stones that he threw. Amar, he said, The pious man said to me, Well, He said, What reason are you throwing stones from the property that is not yours into your own property since that property is no longer belongs to me? Only the Rosh remains mine to use. Next Mishnah. Case of a person that digs a pit in the Shusarab and an ox or donkey fell into it. Chayv, for instance, Chayv, Echad Achayv, Bereshiach, Marah, Haritz, and Yitzin Chayv. 
Same applies to the person who digs either pits, a ditch which is narrow and long, or a cave which is rectangular and roofed, or chalitzin on the eatsin, trenches and water canals. In all these cases, you can't live on a rubber. What does the Torah say? A pit. Just as a pit that has sufficient depths to cause death when falling into at least 10 tochem deep, so too, any other excavation that has sufficient depths to cause death may be no less than 10 tochem. If any of these types were less than 10 tochem, no fatir shir chamber, and ask or donkey found to. One of them and died. Race potter is potter. Ozuk bay, but if he was injured in it, chayv he is chayv to be damaged. Our Rav says, "Bay shechiva alavatera." Damage by pit for which the tear obligates one to pay is referring specifically to damage caused by its pit's lethal fumes, lehevle to the fumes, suffocation, by the chavata, but not the damage caused by the impact of the hitting of the ground for which the digger. Uh, the pit is exempt for paying compensation. Al Makasabar. Apparently, he learns Chavata. He maintains it with regards to the impact of hitting the bottom of the pit. Karka Ilmu, the Mosca Oili. Smelly, the ground that injures him. The digger of the pit does not own the ground, so it's not a case where the property caused damage. Therefore, he does not be responsible for the damage. Wilmershwell says, Lehebli. Terrell is one fire for damage caused by its lethal fumes. And now the more so the damage resulting in the impact. Are you going to say the Tera, the ability for its impact, and not for the lethal fumes? Well, they respond that the Tera testifies about a pit without specifying which type of pit was high, and this includes even a pit full of woolen sponges, which would completely absorb the impact. What's the difference between the opinion of Ravish Wall giving? The falling into any pit involves injury due to both the lethal fumes of the impact. The difference is between the case with a fashioned amount with a height of 10 tefachim in the without digging, animal fell uh, from the raised platform from the raised platform and died. According to Rav, the one who fashioned the mound not chayv for damage by a pit in the case of a mound, since there's no fumes as the animal fell to the ground level. Shmuel says, one is tired for damage by a pit in the case of a mound, since there's nevertheless an impact by hitting the ground. My time in the dive. What is this mucker of Rav that Makrav and the Pesach has been nuffal? An ox or daki falls. Achipo there in the fila means unless the animal falls in the normal manner of falling. Shmuel Amar or nuffal means koshu the mashma. Anything. Tanan, we're not challenges Rav's opinion. Tanan, we're not challenges Rav's opinion. Tanan, why is it there to say pit? Just like a pit has to have sufficient depths to cause death when filing at least 10 tvachim, so too, any other excavation that has sufficient depths to cause death may be no less than 10 tvachim. Granted, according to the Shemol, half pillars, the Egeva. Now, quite the the term so to any other serves as include the case the animal fell from a height of ten twachum, in which case the one fashioned around would be high. Uh, what is the term so to any other ad? It comes to include trenches and water channels. So when I said, why is trenches and water channels 
are explicitly taught in the Mishnah. Why does the Mishnah then allude to them again? So my answer is Tani Mada the Farish. The first teacher is Allah about them and then explains Salishnatera. Having mentioned the details of my ask to Hani Kul Dukani Lamali, why do I need all these cases that are taught in the Mishnah? I just say Khitani but if it only said Bahamina Barasara who these to behavior Mushum the Kata Kriha. You would have thought that only in the case of a pit, I would say that it's specifically a pit of ten twachim that contains lethal fumes, because it's constricted and round. Therefore, the measurement suffices to cause death. Well, shiach, but in the case of a ditch, the arit, which is long, a masar less behavior. You would say that in the case of ten twachim deep, there's no lethal fumes. There's no liability. Therefore, the mission teaches that both cases of the pit is uh, uh, the same case applies to a pit and a ditch. You tell the Shiach, and if it only taught the case of a ditch, how I mean, I would say Shiach is served as Be'al Hevla. I would say specifically a ditch of ten Tvachim that contains the necessary lethal fumes because it's narrow. Shem the Katan, because it's narrow. Avo Ma'aro, concerning a cave, De Minaba, which is rectangular and not narrow. Amon Basar Les Be'alva, you would say in the case of ten Tvachim, there's no lethal fumes, there's no liability. Therefore, the Mishnah teaches that the case of the cave as well. Mitanamar, and if it only taught in the case of the cave, in addition to the previous two, have you would say Ma'arabasar of this behavior? We would say that specifically the cave of ten twelve contains lethal fumes because it's covered from the metalfly. concerning trenches, the lame metalfly, which is not not covered, Ema so you would say Basar less behavior, there are no lethal fumes, there's no liability. Therefore the Mishnah also teaches the case of trenches. and finally and the Mishnah taught the case of trenches, in addition to the previous three. You would say that it's specifically trenches of ten tochem that contain lethal fumes, um, since there are no wire at the top than the bottom. But in regards to the channels, which are wider at the top than on the bottom, you would say that at the depths of ten tochem there are no lethal fumes and there's no liability, therefore the mission teaches in the case of the, cha- of the channels as well, and each Case the list contained as a chiddush. Tanan we learned in a mishnah. Hayup schusim masar tvachim. Any of the types of excavation less than ten tvachim deep. Enoful tita shide chamer or an ox or a donkey fell inside and them and died. But makes the dead potters by the muzik bay. But if he was injured, chayvus chayenoful tita shide chamer makes potter my time. Lamishim bless bechavada must be because there's not sufficient impact, although there's lethal fumes. Why says life? We shouldn't bless behavior because there are no lethal fumes. If so, why is the one who dug the libel if the animal is injured? But there's no lethal fumes. I'm reading the message. There's not sufficient fumes to cause death. But there are sufficient fumes to cause damage. There was a certain ox that fell into a water channel whose depth was one tefach, six, six, uh, one amma. Because it suffered the impact of the fall, Shakti Mare, its owner assumed it would die and they slaughtered it first in order to eat the meat. Tafir of Nachal Nachman, who was considered the organ for crush by the fall, deemed the animal with a condition that will cause it to die within 12 months, which is us to consume. Our Nachman, or Nachman said, The owner of the ox had taken a cob of flour to bake into bread to eat instead of slaughtering his animal for its meat. And Bozoth, um, Bozoth, and gone to learn in the study in this Medrash that a little ox that falls hits the ground considerative, shafted immediately. If the animal remained alive for 24 hours, and shall that it is fit to eat. After the Tilly, the Shavakamikabe. 
It's, um, trust me, if you feel last to the show, you can make up. And now, lost his ox that was worth several cover flour. I'm excited not when you show it, but my sir, apparently, I'm not finding the case that there is an impact caused by even a pit that is less than 10 tvachimus. I'm not almost concerned in the case that his organs were crushed and was fatally wounded. Nevertheless, the impact for hitting the ground is sufficient to cause the death, and therefore an ox that fell into the water channel is suspected of a trafe. If so, how is the statement that the animal was injured by Ed Chayev to be explained? Lest they have blood, there's no fumes. There's no sufficient fumes to cause death, but there are sufficient fumes to cause injury. Okay. We'll stop here, and we'll continue soon.